Book eight, chapter four of Round the Block by John Belbooten. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. How the play ended. Just as the curtain was to be rung down on the end of the play, a mad clatter of boots was heard behind the scenes. Then a man, dressed in complete black and excessively pale, jumped upon the stage. His black hair was tossed all over his head, and his black eyes were rolling wildly. Thus much all the spectators saw at a glance. The strange man's first intention appeared to be to dash at the happy couple, but if so he checked himself and, standing at a distance of four feet from them, uttered these words, "'Scoundrel, what are you doing with my wife there?' The man's whole figure could be seen to tremble. Many of the spectators, supposing this was a part of the play, though they did not see its precise connection with the plot, applauded what was apparently a fine piece of acting. Good, capital, bravo, were heard from all parts of the room, mingled with stamping and clapping. The man darted looks of concentrated hate at the audience. Who is he? How well he does it! What splendid tragedy powers! were some of the audible remarks that this called forth. It was also observed that a wonderfully natural style of acting was instantly developed among the other dramatis personae. Fidelia sprang from the arms of Alberto and put on a lifelike expression of insulted dignity, mingled with astonishment. Alberto took a step away from the ghastly intruder, and was evidently at a loss what to do. His face was eloquent with bewilderment and mortification. The father looked confused and sheepish, and put his hands into his pockets. Bidette screamed a little, and fled to the opposite scenes. Uncle Bignolio whistled and smiled, and was evidently amused at the occurrence. All this done in five seconds, so delighted the spectators that they cheered and cheered again. As good as a theatre, ejaculated a new friend of Mrs. Slapman's on the front row. The strange disorderly man plunged forward with one leg toward Alberto, and then drew himself back suddenly as if in a state of harassing indecision. Applause then he cast a diabolical look, worthy of the elder Booth in Richard the Third, at the young lover, and shrieked, Wretch! Villain! I will! I will! He hesitated to add what he would do, but shook his fists in a highly natural manner at the object of his hate. Great applause! Sir, said Fidelia, stretching her proud young form erect like a tragedy queen, how dare you, sir? Boisterous applause, and this remark from an elderly gentleman, the picture of Mrs. Siddons. The singular individual in black was seen to tremble with increased violence. His eyes rolled more wildly, while his face took on a chalkier hue. He stepped back as if to ensure his retreat. Then, mustering all his resolution, he said, M-Mrs. Slapman, you, you ought to be uh, ashamed of yourself. The real character of the strange actor was now made evident, 
and the whole house was hushed in awe and expectation. There was not a man or woman present but knew too well the folly of mingling in a family quarrel, so they held their tongues and enjoyed the scene. Mrs. Slapman turned to the audience. She was pale but perfectly composed. She said, Ladies and gentlemen, this is my husband, a very quiet and well-behaved man, whose only fault is excessive nervousness. This fault, I am sorry to say, he encourages by constantly smoking cigars and drinking strong black tea. He has been indulging in both of these stimulants to-night, till he is quite beside himself. I trust you will excuse and pity him. He has no other vices that I know of. Then turning to her husband, whose hands had now dropped listlessly by his side, she added, My dear, bathe your head and go to bed immediately. He struggled to say something in the presence of this calm embodiment of satire, but could not. Hanging down his head and looking very silly, he slinked off the stage. Now, ladies and gentlemen, said Mrs. Slapman, after an interval of fifteen minutes, we will proceed with the comedietta of a morning call, as if nothing had happened. When she had said this, Mrs. Slapman fainted, this time in earnest. She was caught in the arms of Fayette Overtop, who immediately, and with the utmost delicacy, resigned her to the arms of Miss Wick, Bidette, and of several other ladies, who came upon the stage and proffered salts, cologne, and other restoratives. The gentlemen present, actors and audience, unanimously decided that the best thing for them to do, under all the circumstances, was to leave the premises. This they did as soon as they could, reserving all discussion of the painful event of the evening for the free air of the street. As Overtop, very serious, and Maltboy, very jovial, were about to descend the steps to the sidewalk, they were met by a messenger, who desired them to go with him immediately to the station-house, to see some friends, names forgotten, who had been arrested, and had sent for them. Thither they went, and experienced the greatest surprise of the evening. End of Book 8, Chapter 4